Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash iopanel. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Who's ready for pumpkin spice? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> fuck! <laughs> I had some of that today. It's very nice. Ugh. You're a basic bitch. You've never even had it. You don't know what it tastes like, so fuck you. You're a basic bitch. Okay. Mike, just, Mike, Mike, have you, have you just never had you it? Just because you heard something. Because it's fucking delicious. I'm just going to say Yeah, that. it's I'm fucking delicious. Just because you heard something doesn't mean it's true, Michael. You heard someone on College Humor say basic bitches love pumpkin spice. Guess what? Pumpkin spice is fucking great. <laughs> Let, let's, get the, let's settle this right now. It is fucking great. It is also for basic bitches. It is. Okay. And I don't mind. I like it. I've, I I liked pumpkin spice for He's like, like I don't mind years. being a basic bitch. It's, it's who I am now. I've been drinking it for like seven years, dude. Every <laughs> summer, every like, winter. I drink. Every time you become more basic. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the IO panel, episode 30. With me, as always, is R, my co-hosts. Number one, James. James, how you doing? Hello, how you doing? All right. Evan? Yes, Dirty 30. Here we are, still together. Oh, you're in the Dirty South now, though, right? So, I mean, it's pretty dirty, yeah. <laughs> Horrifically <right>. filthy. <laughs> what you guys been up to uh, this weekend? Anything? Anything cool? Um, what did I do? I went to a concert on Thursday in Nashville. I sent you a picture of the a construction laden skyline. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see that. It was a very good concert. I I paid extra money so that the headliner was, as I like to say, contractually obligated to meet me. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm glad I met them. It was a good show. Wish I could have stayed up front for the whole show, but uh, I thought it best to remove myself from that situation. Oh yeah, uh, tell me again what uh, what was going on there. You you told me before, but I don't. Oh, it's just packed full, and everyone's like jumping up and down and moving around to the music and everything. So basically, if you f- if you tried to fit, I'll say five hundred people into two of your apartments, mm-hmm. and then put on a metal concert. That's what it is. That's what it was. So aside from just like general, you know, little moshing here and there, there was a large pit, which always forms, which is fine. Though apparently the new trend, there used to be something called slam dancing, whether you've heard of that or not, is fairly harmless. Everyone's just, you know, moving around in a circle, having fun, shoving each other a little bit, whatnot. Um, But now there's something called hardcore dancing. Which is a bunch of people in the pit, but With knives. Kni- no, no <laughs> knives. But James, you you might you might uh, respect this a little more. It's like they're all shadow boxing. Yeah, yeah. So they're like th- throwing elbows th- through the air and like doing spin kicks and like wheel kicks and jumping around. And, like <laughs> yo, you guys are fighting no one. It is really dangerous. Um. Hmm. So, yeah, I mean, someone always ends up bloodied and carried out and all that stuff. So it was a good show. <laughs> good time. Good time had by all. Yeah. It was their farewell tour, so I'm glad I got to see them. 
Um, I really, uh, so I went to see for today. That was their name. And the other band I wanted to see was called wage war. Um, there were actually four bands and the other two were okay, but I real I would have, I'll definitely go and see wage war again. Hmm. Yeah. It's a cool name. Yep. How about you, uh, James? Um, what did I do? You said, what did I, I didn't go to any concerts. You should go to more concerts. There's a bunch of good venues there. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, I didn't do anything too exciting this weekend. I uh, my one of my Star Citizen buddies, he's addicted to buying and selling ships, which uh, <laughs> is pretty annoying because our plan of action keeps ha- keeping ha- keeps having to change. So now he called me uh, on Friday and he told me, he said, "Look, I got to buy this one ship." It's going to involve, and I've put in money with him to buy ships. So I've put in like a hundred dollars here to buy this one ship that we really needed for our group um, about a month and a half ago. And since then, he has bought and sold the ship several times and added and upgraded to the ship, um, which makes it better. Great, but he told me on Sunday, on fr- Friday, he's like, "I want to sell all the ships I have in my inventory and buy this one eight hundred dollar ship that's coming out next week." And I was like. Why do we need that? We don't need that ship. You know, the game hasn't started yet. We don't need to buy any more stuff. But he just loves buying. Like, he loves, he's like the art of the deal. He loves to purchase, you know, whatever he can purchase, he's happy. So, um, he's got his reasons, but it's, I don't know. Is the is the eight hundred dollar ship, like, a massive carrier? Like, yes. With, with ablative armor? Uh, it's a massive, it's a Corvette. So, okay. it'll be, it'll be the biggest ship in our in our fleet and it'll belong to our organization. Um do it. Woo. So, I get a new ship. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it I, I don't know, we'll see. You know, mm-hmm. but it's it just like, you know, I love Star Citizen, but at the same time, you know, I just want to build the organization, build our little group of guys and train and fight and have a good time and do less spending money on the game. I've already spent a lot of money on the game, and I don't want to spend any more. The dude so. has no chill. No, he just has. He has. He. Has, I guess he has money. You know, I guess he has money to spend, which is fine. You know, but he's some. I think I realize there's so some of the kinds of people who play Star Citizen right now when the game doesn't isn't out are there's two kinds of three kinds of people: regular people, forum people, and people who love to buy and sell things. And he's the last person. Like he loves to buy and sell things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's all good. He's a good guy. Okay. Yeah, but that's what I did this weekend. I I went to my girl from my ex. I don't know what you want to call her. I went to her house and picked up a few, you know, one thing, my, my hookah remnants, <laughs> and went to my went to our friend's party. Me and Michael did, and that was a good. We had a good time there. Pretty enjoyable. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, we were but, talking earlier. Apparently, this was a a housewarming party, but I don't approve of that name. Since, like, no one, I mean, one person kind of moved. Yeah, but it's how she personally claims ownership of him and all his property. Uh, so, you know, you know how women are. Got they're, you. They're horrible. Fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> I saw uh, a friend of ours, or a friend of yours, I don't know, whatever the term is, um, got uh, their their sister got married. 
What? Who are you talking Chanel? to? Oh, talking really? To both of you. Yeah, Chanel's no sister idea. just got married. Oh, I don't know anything about that. Oh, okay. Is that Facebook? I saw it on Instagram. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. And I, I can mm. care less. Um, her, 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 her sister's horrible. Um, <laughs> at least I think so. It's something uh, about something about her always gave me the heebie-jeebies. Like the one or two times that I think we were all in the same room, she was kind of like more uptight than she needed yeah. to be. Yeah, and why are we talking about this? Is this the, like, the I have no channel? idea. Sure. Who gives a fuck if Chanel's fucking sister got married? Who's Chanel? No one knows who she is. <laughs> fuck you, Michael. Bring this up. Okay, all right. Never Bring mind. Bring our real lives in this. Orion had a baby. Orion had right. a baby. That's Let's talk about it. That too. Yeah, get wrecked. Congratulations. Who cares about that baby? All right. Baby ain't, <laughs> paying, ain't paying this show's bills. <laughs> um. No, no, no. The baby's beautiful. What is going on? Beautiful. Little baby Emma. Babies are not beautiful. On. All babies look the same. Actually, that baby's red and horrible. But yeah, that's what the, babies look like. The concept of what the baby will be is a wonderful thing. Um, like the, the artistic representation of the growing child is beautiful. Ugh, it's pink. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Babies are ugly covered. as shit. Yeah, you're right. They start getting cute at like two. We're doing like the mad real world here. Yeah, I feel so like so. We just talk. Just talk real. Yeah. Real. <laughs> yeah. This is a testament to the fact that none of our friends listen to our show. <laughs> we can That's have true. this conversation. All right, let's 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 move on to what's most important. Uh, the internet? That, what's going on in the news right now? What's going on in the in the internet right now? Yeah. Um so we're all familiar with Cat five E, Cat six, copper network cabling, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Gigabit is pretty uh, standard now. Well, <clears throat> there is a new standard that is being introduced called IEEE, which I don't remember what that stands for. The International Association of E's. Uh, it's IEEE <laughs> P802.3BZ. It's a mouthful. It doesn't quite roll off the tongue like 802.11. Um, but apparently this new... Uh, standard will allow you to use uh, the existing Cat5e, Cat6, you know, gigabit rated Ethernet, but um, allow for up to five times the bandwidth. So that's, I mean, that that doesn't mean a whole lot for us, you know, like consumers or people at home, but for quote unquote the enterprise, that's pretty significant. That'll save a lot of money on new network hardware and having to recable everything. I, you know, some people probably take it for granted that you you can get internet on your cell phone or there's Wi-Fi everywhere, but that touches a cable somewhere, and you know that might be the bottleneck if it's really old. Probably not, but but the new standard you know has the potential to just. Um, allow for a longer lifespan of current technology, which is honestly pretty good. Um, hmm. So one of the one of the little factoids um, in the article that was mentioned that was actually partly right, partly wrong, is that over the last fifteen years alone, um, 
over, it's estimated that over 70 billion meters of copper cable, like Cat5 and Cat6 cable, have been run, which is, they say it's enough to go to Pluto 10 times. Not true. It's enough to go to Mars, though. Hmm. So we can still use all that. I believe, well, what I got from reading this article was the actual reason for this has to do with wireless technology. And, you know, we're familiar with 802.11ac, which is gigabit wireless, and those are getting faster and multi-channel. So you see some routers are like AC2600 now. It has like, um, you know, a gigabit wireless channel, 600 megabit wireless channel, and uh, gigabit wired. I think that's basically how they do the math. So if you start getting a lot of clients on there, and as the AC Wave 2 um, comes out and is continually faster up to like 5 gigahertz or uh, gigabits, sorry, then actually your Cat6 1 gigabit connection can become the bottleneck. So they're all, they're, it's bringing that up to, up to speed as well, which I think is pretty interesting. Yep. That is pretty cool. So like with uh, a lot of software defined networking or, you know, like fiber, you can, the fiber itself is, doesn't really change, but you can make it 10 gig or 40 gig or a hundred gig by changing the, you know, the SFPs or whatever the technology on either end of the fiber is. Um, I don't know if these will like just be new Cisco modules or something for, for Cisco chassis and data centers or what, you know, I don't know if it will require, um, hardware upgrades or right, Mike, are you familiar with the, how those like 802.11 standards are or 802? What, what's ethernet? 802. Something? I don't know. 802.something. Yeah. Like, is it basically just added code? on the chip that lets it go faster or like, did they need better hardware? You know, I don't know. Oh, you're saying, can they just like do a firmware update and it's yeah. like, boom, so, now okay. it's faster. You got five gig now. Yeah. Um, now nah, I'm guessing they'd have to replace the Nix. Mm, okay. You know, cause it's probably a chip on there. That's just <laughs> the way it is, you know, mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah, man, that's awesome. Like you can leave all the same cable cabling in place and just replace the switches yeah. You know, and or replace, you know, if you have computers with NICs, you know, like servers or something, you could just replace the NICs. And yep. Now, of course, nothing beats fiber, like overall, but it's well, that's the same thing. A lot more complicated to yeah to roll out. <laughs> True, but you can do the same thing with that. Yeah, which is nice. You know, yeah, that's you that's easier place. and like way faster. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the speed of light. Ethernet is is just right. Just Ethernet is eight hundred two point three. Okay. And so this one is like BZ eight hundred two point three. Yeah. Okay. So squared it's just a, nonsense. Whatever. Yeah, like, it's whatever. Revision on that. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so and that, yeah, I Triple E is the um it's the standards organization. You know, so this is basically just a standard, right? Yeah. Uh, it's like the International Electronics and Engineering something. You know, I don't remember. But Administration. Yeah. Uh, oh, Institute of Electrical and Electronics Engineers. 
It almost sounds redundant. Say that again? Institute of Electrical and Electronics Engineers. Yeah, it sounds weird. Well, there's a difference between electric no, and electronic, yeah, yeah, I guess. Dumb. The Department of Redundancy Department. Yeah. <laughs> systems of systems. Like so GNU? Yeah. What's the what's the uh wine? What's the name for that kind of thing? A backronym. No. Um so that's something else. <laughs> that's a uh where is it? It is I feel like a recursive like acronym. A recursive acronym. Okay, yeah. Uh, that's what it is. GNU Those are clever. Wine. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Wine, wine is a wine is a good one because for the longest time I thought it stood for like Windows emulator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like wine is not an emulator. It's like what? Yeah. It's like I agree, but what does it stand for? Wine <laughs> is not an emulator. Fuck. Yep, it's pretty funny. It's cool. Um, a backronym is when. They have something, and then they make it stand for something. Like you have, you know, GNU, and then you're like, oh, it means GNU is not an emulator, you know? <laughs> like like before um, it was just called GNU, like for no reason, you know? Yeah. Like they did that at work. They had a system called DSFA, mm-hmm. which is apparently that's uh, – I'd never heard this before, but apparently that's a thing. You could just call something that because it doesn't stand for anything. Get the fuck out of here. So they backronymed it. It's like Department of Seafood Inspection Application or something. Yeah. Um, and now they, now they renamed little... it, so it doesn't matter. But add, add in the uh, the is and the r's in lowercase so they don't count. Yeah, I know, right? Exactly. <clears throat> That's like, and you know, everything that we call a. Uh, an acronym, or is it an acronym? Like, what do you call, like, the FBI or the CIA or the, you know? Yeah, I think that's an acronym. So, it's not actually an acronym. We're well, getting, it's we're not an, deep, an acronym. No, no. We're, we're getting deep in the weeds now, but... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, well, I'm going to go with it. You know, I don't just pay, pay attention, listeners. You might learn something. That's right. It's not... You'll learn why our shows are three hours long. Continue. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> So it's not not an acronym. It's an initialism. That's huh. Not, that's nah. someone like you, Michael, sitting in a room and naming things because you think they need to be named. Like Precision of language, things. James. Precision. Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Precision of language, yes. Initial initialism? Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. That's what I said. What what is a moniker? What's a moniker? Uh, I don't know. We'll throw it to the research elves. What is a moniker? That's the question of the week. We should have a question of the week. I think a moniker is like a nickname. It just says, like I typed it in. It's like, it's like noun. It's like noun informal. And it's like, the definition is literally a name. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) okay. Do you think it's related to a monogram, like monogram towels, his and hers? Uh, it's, not really, it's not really spelled the same, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a name. Okay. The English language is ridiculous. Confounding. Yes. There's like 15 different words for every word. 
It's, it's fractal. The English language is fractal. It's great, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So next story here we have um so you know the internet is run by a lot of different organizations out there. Mm-hmm. Like the Google official is the internet. Huh? No Google no no no. Not like Google. Yes. <laughs> like yes. like the actual <laughs> So there's Basically, the people who basically run the internet is ICANN, I-C-A-N-N. Uh, it's the Internet Corporation for Assigned Names and Numbers. Now, do you think that was an acronym or an initialism? initialism? <laughs> Discuss. <laughs> it's a backronym. No. Um, <laughs> Summarize. So... There, um, so there's another like sub organization called the IANA, the Internet Assigned Numbers Authority, and they're the ones who actually like assign IPs and stuff to, like, oh, level three, you need, you know, this, this. Class C address, you know, or this class, this block of class C's, or this block of class A's, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but the INA, IANA has actually been run by the Department of Commerce for a long yeah, that's time weird. under contract with ICANN, and ICANN itself is a non-profit organization. Um, so. But what happened is, as of today, so it ended last night at midnight. So as of today, Sunday, they're they've reverted now. IANA now is going back to be. It's going to be run directly by ICANN from now on, instead of by the U.S. Department of Commerce. So <clears throat> basically, less government involvement in the internet Mm -hmm. because you know when the internet was founded obviously it was a lot it was almost i mean it was done all done by the u.s government or at least sponsored by the u.s government um but it's you know obviously now it's a global thing it's everywhere so now ICANN has a lot of a lot of people who are on the board and all that kind of stuff are from different countries all around the world you know so it's a more international thing you're welcome, Earth. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You're welcome, world. Um, so, yeah. So, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. I wonder how they I decided think. on the Department of Commerce to run that. Well, it was, you know, you know, the Department of Commerce is huge and has a bunch of sub-agencies, of which one is NOAA, by the way. Um, I did not know that. Yeah. Is that where .com comes from? Ho-ho! Uh, well, oh, yeah. yeah, that's what, that's what commerce means. Yeah. I mean, that's what .com means. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. I thought it was like .company. I had no idea. Yeah. And, huh. uh, you know, .net is a ISP, you know, like network. And really? Uh, yeah, but yeah. .commerce, to call it .com is a... And lazy. .org, <laughs> you know, those are supposed to be nonprofit organizations, you know. This is int- I'm learning something. <laughs> see that, y'all. Though. You see y'all think Blur doesn't know nothing here, but uh, I, I kind of knew. I kind of knew .org, but the other ones I didn't. <laughs> .org I never thought much of. But 
commerce I didn't know. Mm-hmm. What about dot biz, Michael? What's that supposed well, to be? Well, you know, okay. Now we're, oh, what about now we're just dot, getting silly. What about dot XXX or dot... Dot XYZ? XYZ. What's that? Oh, Who's I that saw that one down, yeah. Is that the zipper company? That's, that's for all the domains. <laughs> no, that's Y... Isn't that YZZ or something? Or Y... Whatever. Y, I don't know. YKK or... Oh, yeah. Yeah, something it. like that. There's also a Rush song called YYZ. Hmm. Not, not related to the internet or zippers, just similar letters. Okay, what else is on this list here of things? Uh, moving on, moving on. No, well, no, we're not let me done just, with this. Whoa, 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 hold up, bro. So, the, so who was actually running the IANA, IANA was a sub-agency of the Department of Commerce called the NTIA, which is the National Telecommunications and Information Administration. Okay, well, that sounds better. So, yeah. But whatever. So, yeah, like I said, it's back. It's back under ICANN, and uh, ICANN is uh, like they connect. They control the root DNS servers, you know. Mm-hmm. And they do the root zones and all that. So, they're uh, pretty important. Yeah. I feel that uh, some episode we should have a deep dive into the Department of Commerce and their subsidiaries. Oh, oh, wonderful. Oh. I think I th- everyone who listens would appreciate that knowledge. I think I think we That'll should be have Evan a- and um, Michael's episode. Yeah, I'll, think- I'll allow them to do that alone without me while I go out and get trashed. I think we should do an episode where we talk about the bureaucracy of the internet Ugh. and all the different organizations and sub-organizations that help run it. That sounds like fun. Possibly. We'll pencil that in after the deep dive. He's like, put a pin in that and uh, <laughs> we'll come back to we'll it. We'll come back to it. Yeah. Circle around. All right. So next on the rundown here, clowns, clowns, clowns. So now, uh, you know, obviously the news has, has noticed that there's reports of clowns like everywhere. So they have they put an article here. This one's from USA Today, um, although I saw it on Channel 9's. Um, thing, but it's the same, it's the same article. And, uh, they have a rundown of all the different sightings. And, you know, it's like a bunch of different states. Like they have Wisconsin, South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, Maryland, Virginia, Florida, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Tennessee. Ha ha. Yep. Missouri, Colorado, I mean, Oregon, everywhere. Now, it turns out a couple of these were just bullshit. Probably more than a couple. Um, it could, well, it could be. It could be. That's the thing. Um, a lot of them could be like false reports and stuff, but some of it, I mean, some of them were, were for real, like confirmed. You know, like they found dudes, they arrested dudes. You know, one guy got shot. A clown got shot by another dude. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck? Pop! You know? like. <laughs> so, shit's getting real. So, I don't know what's going on with the fucking clown situation. <laughs> Get out of hand. It's giving clowns a bad name. Just like, this is a, an overreaction because it gets news ratings. Now, clowns can be scary, I understand. And far be it for me to advocate that... Adult males dress up as clowns and try to lure children into the woods with candy or money, as this article claims. <laughs> but that's, that's there's like 15 people in the country who did that. 
Let's not blame clowns. Clowns are okay. <laughs> Don't demonize. Especially such famous clowns as John Wayne Gacy. Um, who else? And, and Doink. Doink, yeah. What's the famous clown? heroes. What's the clown? Heroes of the clown world. Bozo the Clown. No, what's it? the... the Pennywise? From it, yeah. Yeah, Pennywise, which is also a band, by the way. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised. You know, I don't, I don't think I've ever actually seen it. So... I need to check that out. Ronald McDonald. I mean, he has killed a lot of people, but directly uh, in the yeah. millions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's funny though. You know, I never. I guess he is a clown technically. I never thought of him as a clown though. You know. Oh, he's a clown, and his business is a fucking clown car. Mm-hmm. And it's out of, out of fucking control. As you take another bite out of a Big Mac, no. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, it did this to me. Look at me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll keep an eye on the clown situation. It's just it's just kind of interesting to see. Like Evan said, it could, you know, it's getting news, you know, people are like, "Ooh, clowns." So they're talking about it, you know. But, you know, it's just kind of interesting to follow. That's all. It's kind of a weird, you know, just a weird thing. It's just going to be like Pokémon Go. You know, it's going to take off kind of slowly but ramp up quickly. So there's going to be like a bunch of clowns walking around, and then as people get bored, it's going to die down. Well, especially after October 30th, you know, our 31st. Yeah, dude, wait till Halloween. It's going to be That's going to then after that it's going to be done, you know. Well, maybe these people are just like really eager for Halloween. It could be. They're just celebrating. They could be. They're Again, celebrating don't... All Hallows Eve. Yeah, they love, you know, Salem Witch Trials and whatever. That's um, a, that's a TV show, by the way. Salem Witch Trials or All well, Hallows it's, Eve. It's just called Salem. But Oh, okay. But yeah, it's well, uh, Hocus Pocus is a great movie. And, uh, <laughs> it's a don't documentary. Demonize, don't demonize clown enthusiasts. That's all I'm saying. Clown enthusiasts, like, like uh, what are they called? Clown juggalos. Enthusiasts. <laughs> that's Jug- juggalos are way different. <laughs> that's something else, right? That's not, just a, that's not a clown enthusiast. <laughs> yeah, you should definitely demonize juggalos. Yeah, that's an insane clown posse enthusiast. Yeah. Yes, and also juggalettes. <laughs> Juggalettes. Oh, yeah, those are female juggalos. We got the male and the female, huh? I, feel like I need to Google yep. that. I That's interesting because we don't. Uh, crazy a lot of times in with that. in English we don't differentiate, you know. So that's yep. interesting. But uh, okay, well, like I said, we'll keep an eye on it. It's just fun to fun to keep track of. Mm-hmm. So next in the rundown here, so the European in the European Union. The European Commission has promised free Wi-Fi for everyone in the EU. Mm-hmm. They're going to blanket the whole fucking thing with Wi-Fi, which, you know, I'm sure that's going to be a disaster. But <laughs> It will be a disaster. Uh, they say a free Wi-Fi in every town, village, and city in the EU within the next four years. So by 2020, they want this deployed everywhere. Yeah. Now, with that, there's a couple things. I think they're also bringing up like a mandatory minimum uh, home connection, or you know, yes. whatever you want to call it, to like mm-hmm. at least a hundred megabit. Yeah. Um, and but also in that, there was something mentioned about like 2025 for some deadlines. So maybe that's well, that's that's that one. 
Maybe okay. Maybe it's, it's so they want to have it. They want to have a hundred megabits available to every household by 2025. Okay. So yeah. if you want it, you could get it by 2025. Yeah. There's a couple other things in the article. There, the the money that they talk about is like way lower than I think it would actually cost. Oh yeah, they said a total budget of 120 million euros. Yeah. Let's okay. Let's let's even double it. You know, to make it U.S., which is, I'm sure, too much. But let's say it's $240 million. That's still not enough money. I mean, no. Now, no so if you if you even just divide it by 10, give like the 10 biggest countries, you know, 12 million euros. And say what Germany, say Germany's like almost the size of Texas kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Can you distribute Wi-Fi to Texas for twelve for seventeen million dollars? No, not a chance. Right. So I don't know. I mean, in general, they have a better internet infrastructure in Europe, I think. So maybe they're you know, it a lot of the infrastructure is already in place, and they just need to buy twelve million euros worth of fucking wireless access points and towers or something. I don't know. Could be, could be to go with that though. They also make mention of uh, certain like YouTube laws and Google laws regarding uh, uh, like copyright content. So I think mm-hmm. like the U S you know, Congress and uh, uh, like Senate, and House representatives always try to put unrelated shit into bills. I'm wondering if they're trying to like restrict internet or sort of go anti net neutrality along with making internet more widely available. Hmm. Something like that. But also I think it's still, so as you were saying, the plan is to do it within the next four years. I'm pretty sure it still has to be approved by someone else. Or some other body, like it has to do with the hundred twenty million dollars, hundred twenty million euros in funds. Like if if so and so is approved, then the, these funds will be made available. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's an ambitious goal. They also talk about in this article fully deploying five G, the fifth generation of mobile communication systems across the EU by twenty twenty five. Yeah. So that's like, you know, um, is 5g supposed to be basically like gigabit wireless or even faster? Oh, I don't even know, man. Like we have, we have, you know, LTE now, which they have, uh, you know, I'm sure they have that in a lot of Europe also. Um, so it's just going to be faster versions of that. Um, I've seen that LTE can get. I mean, it can get pretty fast, you know, as long you know, they keep on coming out with, like, new revisions of it, and yeah. like, they can make it, like, 100 megabits and, you know, all kinds of stuff. So, I've been, I've done speed tests on my phone, where I've just been out and about, like, I've been down in, in uh, Bethesda, and I just do a speed test, not connected to Wi-Fi or anything, and I've gotten, like, really fast download speeds, mm-hmm. like, 40, 50 megabits per second. Yep. On my cell phone. I was like, wow, that's faster than I usually get at home. Okay. <laughs> you know? Yep. Assuming, 
Those there's those pesky dead spots also. Yeah, yeah. Like is unfortunately the case with um the gym I go to. You could dr- like drive down the street that it's on and have, you know, four bars of uh 4G LTE. You turn into the parking lot and now you have two bars of 3G. <laughs> it's so frustrating. Ha. Huh. That sucks. Oh, you you drive if you're in my building, zero signal. If you're standing in the middle of the living room, one or two bars of 4G. You stand by the front door at certain times, you'll get four or five bars of 3G, 4G, but almost almost always nothing. And then if you go off the property, 4G all the way. <laughs> and then if you're at my job, you get four bars of 4G, zero internet connectivity, zero. It does not work at all. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, James, that uh, could be a function. I think that's a function of where I work, but still. It could be that, I guess. It would be weird, but it could also be a function of your mobile carrier. I think it's it only affects that area. So within like a mile in each direction, it's jacked up. But once you leave that little hmm. space, oh, okay. the signal's good. I think what's happening is someone has... A dummy signal. Thing They're up jammer there. or something, or yeah. No, they have some dummy signal thing up there that doesn't have enough to carry um, data, just just audio. Like eat this dummy, basically. <laughs> <laughs> what are those called? What are those police things called? Starts with an S. Uh, I I don't know. We talked about it a while back. Yeah, I forget. But James, what's what's the possibility that you could build a mobile uh, cell site in a backpack and just like carry it around with you? Um, that's, I'm pretty sure that's been done. Somebody's done that. So, Evan, there's you... artificial cell sites all up and down the East Coast. As a matter of fact, there's one outside my old job, which they were like, we don't know who this belongs to. It's a yeah. tower that nobody knows who owns it. <laughs> there's, um, now you can, I mean, it's so ridiculous now. You can get, like, we could go to Verizon Wireless or AT&T or whoever and get, a little mobile, a little cell tower thing, that's like a Wi-Fi access point, but it's for cell phones. Mm-hmm. You could you could buy one from them, or you could even buy one from a third party and just register it with them. Be like, yeah, I have this. Like that's a thing now. And so they offer those, and I don't know if you're supposed. To, I don't know how it works. Like I don't know if you're supposed to connect it to your internet. Like I don't know how it like talks to the rest of the infrastructure. You know, but. Yeah, one um, of my old roommates had that because I think he had Sprint, and um, this is when I lived at Daniel's house in mm-hmm. his other house, and um, he went back and forth with them for like a month, saying inside the house he had zero signal or maybe one bar, just very unreliable. Hmm. And they sent him what looked like a cable modem, but it had an Ethernet port on it. You plug it into the router, and it's a small, you know, cell antenna or something like that. Yeah, and, and your then, cell phones lock onto that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's pretty cool, honestly. Yep. It's a good solution. The other solution that they're doing now, and I noticed now that that's an option on my phone. I didn't even know this until like a month ago. Um, You can turn on now Wi-Fi calling. Yeah. So some things have had this for a while. I know like T-Mobile's had it for a long time, actually. Um. But you can, yeah, so you can turn it, you have to turn it on usually on your cell phone, like it's not on by default. But once you turn it on, 
your phone will use the Wi-Fi access, and if it's connected to Wi-Fi, it'll use that to make a phone call instead of connecting through the cell network. Are people really starved for minutes anymore? Like, no. do people make calls? Starved for minutes? No. Every unless someone's on some dumbass old plan, um, every damn near everyone should have like unlimited minutes. Like all the cell phone plans you see now, they're all unlimited everything except for data, because you know that's where the that's how they're making their money now. Not yeah. minutes, you know. Now they're like, oh yeah, all the I'll talk all as much as you want, text as much as you want. We don't care. They're like, we'll get you with the data, <laughs> you know. That's <laughs> yeah. how they get you now. So, so yeah, all the plans now are like unlimited or damn near unlimited. Like it used to be only you know Verizon or Verizon or this or that. Mm -mm. It's unlimited. Like I have I unlimited remember. minutes. So, and I make like eighty minutes worth of calls a month. You know, I look at my bill. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I guess it would be helpful if, you know, like in James's situation where there's like no cell signal, but you have internet. Wi-Fi. You have a wireless yeah. router or something. Yep. Yeah. My, I don't, my phone only works. My phone works now in my, uh, in my room with wi under Wi-Fi calling. Okay. That's the only cool. way I can, but it works fine with Wi-Fi calling. So That's good. Working. That's good. I wonder, I wonder if it's. If you're sending text messages, can it do the same thing? Mm-hmm. Does it just send it over the internet then? Yeah. Yeah. Or I guess, it, you know, over the internet. Yeah, I guess it, it's AKA connecting. AKA an email. Well, it's connecting to a T-Mobile server somehow, you know, over the internet, and then and then it gets routed through the standard SMS system, however that works, you know. But, um, yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if a team, if T-Mobile was like, oh, we rolled out new... Uh, new servers to all of our cell towers to to make things much faster for you guys but it's just like an extra phone running a custom OS mhm mm mhm mm pretty random thought there so <laughs> all right last one in news here so you guys know what Oculus Rift is obviously yep it's that thing that's never going to come out to uh it's, i mean it's it's out it's there's better options for the moment. Is it is this the one that Facebook bought? Yes. Okay. So the founder of it is a guy named Palmer Lucky. Ugh. Okay. Which and he looks like a fucking idiot. But <laughs> like I see a picture of him here, I'm like, oh god. But despite that, whatever. Okay, he made something cool, Oculus Rift. It's neat. Whatever. Whatever. Apparently, he is well. He was caught, he was financially supporting a pro-Donald Trump group. Um, and these people are quote-unquote shit posters. Yeah. Evan, you're probably more familiar with that than I am, since you are a dick. No, I'm kidding. Um, I, I am a dick, and I spend a lot of time online. Well, yes. yeah, no, just because I know you're more in 4chan and all those other things. Mm -hmm. So why don't you tell us what what that means exactly? Or is it just um, exactly what you think it is? I mean, it's pretty much what you think it is. Like, uh, <laughs> like anti someone, I won't say like propaganda, but just trolling basically. So they'll make a, they'll make a thing. So it says here they were making memes that were attacking Hillary Clinton. Yeah. So they're just making a bunch of like stuff and like the, you know, things you see posted. Yeah, it's like you're being paid to be an asshole online. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a group called Nimble America. 
I like it. <laughs> so, yeah, this guy was caught doing that. And then now, of course, he's... He, supposedly he confirmed it. Now he's denying it. Now I was saying, no, no, it's not true. Caught nothing? That's, I made that $700 million fair and square. I can spend it however the fuck I want. Yeah, exactly. So, James, you got any... uh? opinion on this one way or the other you got any shit I mean, posting these guys these guys do whatever they i mean they support whoever they're gonna support i mean whatever you know it doesn't matter we're still gonna buy the oculus none of it matters man i mean no, but I mean, that's cool that's cool he's giving money to the shit posting company or whatever it is i mean it's not cool but it's I awesome mean, you know? No, it's not cool, but the thing is, it's not, no one cares. You know, the freaking guy from, I was thinking about this the other day, the guy from Chick-fil-A, he supports people who, you know, he supports all the super conservatives and everything like that, and people are like, I hate Chick-fil-A, I'm never going there. Chick-fil-A's chicken's delicious, and you know you're going to go there, okay? <laughs> you know, whether he fucking hates gay people or not, you're going to go. And that's that's the reality, you know? So, and then the Oculus, there's... Dude, whatever. This guy, he's a fucking monster. He's a piece of shit. I won't buy his product probably because of this. Because I, this will make me, this will make me think about his character, and I, and that's the kind of person I am. But I realize in my life, most people don't think about people's character, and they don't see when people do something fucked up. They don't see it as a chink against their character. They're like, oh, he made a mistake. But really, it's telling. It tells you who a person is. So it would affect my opinion, but most people won't care. You know, I didn't hear about this story at all this week, and I listen to the news every day. So that means nobody's ever, no one's going to hear about it in, in the primetime news, and it's not going to make a difference. Yeah. I, too, am not going to buy an Oculus, uh, and mostly I don't care. Also, related on a related note, um, I'm pretty sure that campaign funds directly from um, – Hillary Clinton's campaign went to a similar cause of people basically going through forums, like posting propaganda and, and like shitting on, you know, Donald Trump's campaign, like, like two months ago. I totally believe that. I totally believe that. I didn't hear about that, but Facebook did the same thing. I'll take your word for it. They were, they got a lot of trouble. Censoring articles. Yeah. They got a big trouble for censoring articles because they thought things were, I mean, there's some inflammatory shit on Facebook. But that's the nature of Facebook because human beings are horrible, you know. But they were censoring, censoring what you know, censoring articles and cultivating what you could see or not see, mm-hmm. and and eliminating things they thought were uh, not true or whatever without any corroborating research and things like that. I mean, fuck it, dude. The fucking internet's a fucking toilet. Just let it all flush out there. Who cares? You know, Donald Trump's a lizard man from the moon, and Hillary Clinton is his lizard wife. This is all a ploy by the Debaclobagons. You know, who gives a shit? It's all bullshit anyway. <laughs> Very Have true. another beer, James. Have another beer. I will take your advice, sir. Mm-hmm. All right. So, moving on. Stranger Danger. Facebook. We need an adult. <laughs> Facebook makes a tool, their own um, security tool for scanning machines on their network and seeing what they have. And it's almost kind of like Nessus, you know, kind of like Security Center. But they make their own, and it's called OS Query. 
So they've uh, they open sourced it, and it was available for for Mac OS X and Linux. But they've now made a Windows version of it, and they've made that available as well. I wonder if it's any good. I don't know. It looks very. Is um, it just kind of like a platform? Like you you download. Looks very the rough. And then customize it to whatever. Yeah, that's kind of what it know. looks like to me. <laughs> it says uh, it's like you can treat its organ its infrastructure as a database, turning OS information into a format that can be queried using SQL like statements. Okay. So, I mean, they have a screenshot of it here. It looks kind of cool. Um, I mean, it's all in a, you know, running, like, on a command a line. command window, yeah. Yeah. So, it looks uh, it looks interesting, though. I might might give it a whirl, stand up a VM, and take a look at it, you know. I wonder how resource-intensive it is. Yeah. If it, if it databasifies everyone's computer. <laughs> right. I wonder how much space it needs. Well, well, probably not that much, if it's just text. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so something to look at. Um, next, Yahoo. Yahoo. So I know you guys heard about this. There mm-hmm. was a hack. Uh, what was it, 500 million accounts or something were compromised? Allegedly. Allegedly in 2014. Yeah. And we're just finding out about it now. And I heard somewhere else that the the higher ups at Facebook or at Yahoo knew this back then and just never they just never said anything. The same thing happened at LinkedIn. They knew they got hacked. They didn't say anything because until someone until they're like, oh, we broke the encryption here, all the passwords. That's when they're like, oh, we got hacked. You know, it happened seven <laughs> years ago. So yeah. Yeah, you know, not, again, not new. Yep. So they said. Uh, it's like 500 million accounts and at least, and they have 280 million email accounts, which probably all of them have been compromised. So <clears throat> I'll tell you guys what happened to me. I logged into my Yahoo account earlier this week and it prompted me and said, oh, you know, a thing came up and it said, oh, we need to, you know, change the security on your account, blah, blah, blah. So I could have gone through and like reset the password and everything. But actually, they offered to do something a little more gangster, which I I went with. They did a thing that actually Google's doing now, too, if you want. Um, So it's like a two-factor thing. I have the Yahoo Mail app downloaded on my iPhone. Like, I already had it there, set up and everything. And on the computer, it said, hey, we're going to use that app... And anytime you sign in, so you're gonna you're gonna just go to Yahoo, sign in, and then on the app on your phone, it's gonna say, "Hey, are you trying to sign in right now?" And you just hit yes, and then it lets you in on the website. But you have to do that every time. Every time, bro. That's right. Every time. That's not a good solution to a to, to a really dumb problem that Yahoo's had for years, which is a shitty website filled with spam. Horrible UI. That's a separate. That's worse. a separate problem, James. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, it just adds up to like all bad. Like everything they do is bad. Like they just they're bad. Yahoo is bad. Like when you said I was logging into my Yahoo account, I was like, why? <laughs> like why? You would punish yourself. 
Yes, I am a glutton for punishment. Oh, it's fucking gross. Hideous. So, yep, so that's what's going on now. Um, so, yeah, if you have a Yahoo account, log in, change your password, or set up two-factor, whatever. Um, next, so someone did a an analysis, and they were able to successfully do a an attack on an iPhone 5C. So this is what they did. So normally, you know, an iPhone, if you guess the password wrong on the screen, like let's say 10 times, then it'll wipe the phone, right? What they did was they they took the phone apart, they copied, they desoldered the chips off it, the NAND, which is the storage, they desoldered the chips, <clears throat> they cloned everything to another set of identical chips. Then they also turned on the phone though and they watched what it was doing so they could do a little reverse engineering with the protocols and stuff like the bus protocols and stuff of how the storage talks to the rest of the phone and everything. I mean, and man, this, the article I linked to is like really, I mean, it's like a paper, like they wrote a paper on this, you know? And it's, I mean, it's pretty nerdy. They're using oscilloscopes and stuff, you know. So <laughs> it's the real deal. But basically, what it ends up being, so they can defeat the counter. So what it means is they have more than ten tries to try to get your password. Because what they can do is get, let's say they guess four times, and they say, all right, screw this, to power off the phone, copy back the fresh image that they made earlier, turn the phone back on, and now they can try again. Because mm -hmm. the phone doesn't remember that it you already tried four times. Mm -hmm. So, kind of interesting. It's a good read if you got some time. Um, yeah. Isn't that what... I'm sorry if I, if I missed you mentioning this, but isn't that what the FBI did? Like we've exhausted all options. Uh, did you like clone the Flash? Like, um, no. And then they actually did it, and that's how they got in. I don't. I'll be honest. I don't remember what they did at this point. Okay. Um. Okay. Yep. So that's it, James. You're up. Yeesh. Yep. Just just Yeesh. zoning out. <laughs> so, <laughs> are you yeah, watching so, porn? No, 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 no. I <laughs> I went down the the barrel of juglets, uh <laughs> and it's been so on my screen for a little bit. And uh, there's a picture here. Uh, I interviewed the stripper who twerked with the 500 pound man's belly at the gathering of the juggalos. <laughs> and Is it sad that I know exactly what you're talking about? Oh, <laughs> Christ, there's a picture and it's horrible. Yeah, All it right. is. So, uh, moving right along, um, Audible, I just finished up a series that I've been I talked about uh, about maybe a month and a half ago. Um, it's a six-part series. This one's called Wrath's Redemption, and it's the, the book series is called the Janus Group series. Basically, uh, you know, a kid gets hired by the Janus Group, and uh, it's, we'll give you all this high-tech equipment, you're going to be an assassin for us. 
and the jobs will get progressively worse. You have to kill 50 people, and we will give you all half the money from all your kills, and we'll take half. Uh, if you betray us or talk about us to anybody, we will kill you, blah, blah, blah. He gets to 50 kills. Of course, they don't give him his money. They try to kill him, and the drama ensues from there. So basically, that's what the book is, the whole series is about. set in the future? It's set in the distant, in the distant, distant future, when humanity has basically has planets on every arm of the Milky Way galaxy, hundreds of hundreds of hundreds of worlds. Um, hmm. But it's really good. It's not like besides like some future tech, um, they don't beat you in the head with tech. You know, they kind of set a few a few precedents. Like, okay, we have faster than light communications, but not when you're in faster than light uh, travel. We have nano machines, and we have a few, we have uh, some some very limited AI, and they set those precedents, and they say, okay, and this is all we're gonna have. So it's not really about the tech; it's more about the people. But the story is very, very good. I just finished the last book, Wrath Redemption, and it's basically about the main character getting out of one last jam before he's uh, before he's freed. You kind of have to listen to the other books to know what's going on, but it's a great series. Totally enjoyed it. Um, I definitely advise anybody picking it up. Uh, there's another book in here that I don't have on the thing, and I'm not going to leave a link to it because it's horrible. But I am going to tell you what it is. Because um, I'm going to talk very badly about it right now. It's called Star Watch by Mark Wayne McGinnis. Mick Guinness. And uh, I ignored it for a long time because I didn't like the way the cover looked. And I read I read the uh, the... The summary, and it was like really bad. It was kind of stupid. Um, <clears throat> and I read the, but it has it gets like four and a half stars. So it's like maybe it's really good. Uh, <clears throat> so with with space stuff or space operas or whatever you want to call it, it's like they're either really good or really bad. So I figured, you know, four and a half stars, I'll try because there's like seven or eight books in this series. And I thought, man, maybe this would be a nice series for me to get into. It's so bad. I mean, <laughs> one of the bad guys is called Lord McCreamery. It's, it's so bad. It's so fucking horrible. The writing is just like this trite, crappy writing. And he does not give any exposition. He There's obviously other books in another series that are related to this book. And he assumes you understand everything. He leaves out some very key, important components. Uh, just to give you for example, so they're flying in a ship called, uh, I forgot, um, the Monitor, let's say. They're flying in the Monitor, and the ship is huge. Inside the ship, they have this area called the Zoo. And the Zoo has these pods, and inside the pods are animals and creatures from other parts of the world, other parts of the galaxy. Every world... Every 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 world is represented in the zoo, uh, or every world they know about, and some worlds they don't know about because this ship came from another another spacefaring race that doesn't exist anymore. So they've just been maintaining the zoo, maintaining the ship, everything like that. Some of the zoos are dead. Some of them, you know, I don't know. So there's something of note that would happen every time the main character would go in the zoo. You know, like let's say they're in the in star system B, okay, and Earth is star system A. So they're in star system B, 50 light years away. The character goes into the fucking pod, 
And then the next chapter, they say, back in the soul system, aboard the monitor. You know, like the ship is now back in the soul system in star system A again. And every time somebody would go in there, so it's like, what is happening? I don't understand. So like six chapters in, finally, they sort of they, they sort of mention that, or they say enough things for me to string together the facts that the the there's some kind of a portal, and the, those there's doors into a portal, like that takes you to a planet. But then, so so basically, you go into the into the zoo, and it takes you. You get beamed to that planet. Okay, but then they kept taking people to the soul system. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. So then I was like, okay, I still don't get it. Then they said the two characters are explaining to each other. And the guy says, oh, it's this is only a hundred square mile representation of this planet. I'm like, so where are they going? There's no way a hundred square mile representation for every of one of these, like, hundreds of pods can be on this ship. How big is the ship? You know, so I'm just totally confused. It's just, the author's just really bad writing. Everything about it is bad. I don't advise picking it up. And there's so many of them, and they all have four or five stars. So I know that this is the kind of book that some people like. If you liked any of the, like, the hardcore kind of stuff that makes sense, you're not going to like this. If you want to, like, dive into fantasy and stuff and things like that, that's the book for you. Go for it. Um... You said there was a a guy named Lord McCreamery? Yeah. Were his supporters the Dairy Farmers Union? <laughs> that would make <laughs> more sense. No, his supporters were basically oh here's so one thing that's happening in this book is they're basically there's a group of people who are like basically Arab. They're they're Arabs and they live in one of the zoos. And they take the captain's daughter, who for some reason a 15-year-old daughter, he's like, bring her on this warship, we're going to war, you know? He brings her on the ship, which doesn't make any sense. And they they basically start turning her into a fucking, into fucking, uh, into fucking Moadib, okay? Like, the, <laughs> like he basically steals the entire plot of Dune at the, from this point forward and starts training this girl to be, you know, Moadib, you know, she uses some special shield thing and it's like, you must feel the shield in your soul. And I was like, just say the words, <laughs> you know? just say it. His name is a killing word. Like, just say that, you know, <laughs> it's just bare. It's, it, you know, and they're in the desert and, you know, it's just Do a they lot have of it spice. They don't have any spice. They don't have any, sh- any spam. Shy Halud is not there, you know. Neither Shai the, Halud is also the name of a band. I was about to say neither the band or the worm, uh, <laughs> but but still, it's it seems to be all about like it's like a Dune type subplot going on. And this guy, the thing is, it's not that the story is really bad, but things that occur in the story don't make any sense. Like the 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 the, the character. I don't care who you are. If somebody said your ten year old daughter has to fight the Lord of this race of monsters to balance out. I'd be like, get fucked. Like, I don't care who you are, what parent you are. You'd be like, this is stupid. I'm not doing that. You know? So I don't know. A lot of it just doesn't make sense. A lot of it's stupid. It's just, just weird. Um, I don't know, man. You know, your daughter has to fight the Lord of the dance. Yeah. The Lord, Lord, the creamery, Lord creamery and his (laughs) daughter. Oh yeah. His, here's the little exposition they gave on his daughter. They said he goes, to the White House to pick his daughter up because his daughter, his his ex-wife is the President of the United States and 
He has, I cannot he, abide. Yeah, I can't. I couldn't abide. As soon as I heard it, I was like, nah. And so then they're twin girls. One of the girls is their original daughter. The other one is a daughter that he got. And they said, I re- she came to me through a time loop incident last year. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. You know? And then they were like, we have, and then the ship all of a sudden became, gained this ability to travel through the multiverse. I was like, all right, all right, all right, all right. It's too much going on in this story, so I have not listened to it. I've stopped listening to it. I'm going to bookmark it and shut it down and try to get my money back from fucking – because it's just a bad story, and I'm upset that I got even got involved in it at all. So Maybe anyway, it would make more sense if you read the other ones or something. Yeah, but I couldn't even see where the other ones were. I couldn't even find them, you know? Hmm. How many of the four and five star reviews are the author or the author's direct family? Oh, no, no, no. There's a whole group of people who like this kind of thing. There's definitely a whole group of people who like this kind of thing. Are they... What, bad? Special. No. I don't think so. They just hmm. like this kind of weird thing. For whatever where reason. on the scale do they fall? Sorry, where on the spectrum? Oh. <laughs> I don't know, man. No idea. Alright, so what else do I have up here? That's nothing else. I got nothing else. Um, yeah, that's it. Let's let's go ahead. Okay, so next uh, under the sci-fi we got. So I just wanted to talk about Westworld. So <clears throat> that's a new show that's premiering on HBO tonight. Today is Sunday. It's going to be preparing to premiering tonight on HBO. It does look very good. The trailer or the little preview that I saw look, makes it look pretty interesting. Uh, Anthony Hopkins is in it, so it's bound to be. At least watchable. Um, I've never known him to be in anything bad, but then again, I've never seen every single movie he's been in. So, right. Um. Now, did you see the movie? I did see the movie. Okay. And there's two movies actually. I did not know that. Yes. Is there two? There's a, yeah, the first. There's a sequel. So. Okay, I know there's one with Lee Majors. Yep. Is the sequel called Waterworld? Yul, Yul Brenner. Isn't Yul Brenner in one? Yeah. He's in the original. Yeah, he's, he's in the original. original. Yeah, that's the one I've seen. <clears throat> yep. And uh I mean it's not a great movie. It's a seventies it's a seventies sci fi movie, you know? It was good though. So Don't I, talk shit. If about you look at it now, you're like, ugh. But yeah, I mean it's a Michael is amazing. It's a seventies sci fi movie. It shaped so. my young life. I've seen that movie like eight times. That's like one of my favorite sci-fi movies of all time. Makes a lot of sense as to why you are a, an older, balding white man with silver eyes and a gunslinger. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> He's like, it shaped my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It determined who I, I am. I watched most of it a while back, but isn't didn't Star Trek The Next Generation have an episode that was kind of like it? Or was it... Based on something else, like where uh, Worf and his son and Troy get stuck in the holodeck and Data is like the uh, the badass, you know, Western gunslinger goes around killing people. But it's not Data, it's the representation of him and the holodeck safeties are off. Yeah. Or maybe I'm just making that association because they're, spoiler, spoiler alert, they're both robots. I vaguely, I vaguely recall something like that, but I'm not sure. But anyway... Yeah. What I mean, about- it's, uh, yeah, it's similar. Um, <clears throat> well, this is just, this just brings up another, so I think this is going to be a good show. It looks good. Um, 
I'm going to try to catch it tonight if I can. Um, and I guess I'll report back next week and we'll you see. Have, you have HBO? Yes. Nice. I need your login, Chief. <laughs> you can have it. Uh, <laughs> I Jerry's never use caring. it ever. So, um, <clears throat> the, uh, but we were talking earlier before the show. There's, there seems to be this new trend, and it's not really a new trend because this has happened before, but I guess I haven't seen it happen in a while, so I guess it's just a resurgence of they're making TV shows out of movies. So I gave these, so obviously Westworld here, we just mentioned it's an old 70s movie, which actually it's based on a Michael it's Crichton a book. book. Yeah, it's it's a book. Um, so, oh, and the new show, it's by with uh, it's by J.J. Abrams, by the way. So, just so you guys know. Mm. Um, so, new shows that have been released now that are based on movies. Let's see. We have Rush Hour. We have... Why is that a show? Wait, Rush Hour? Yeah, Rush Hour. Is it, Why? Who's in it? I don't know. Some random black dude and some random Chinese guy. That's fucking horrible. Yep. Why? Exactly. The Why? Why? I, I don't know. Then Lethal Weapon. You're, you're, lethal Weapon's a TV show. Now. Yeah. Okay. So it's horrible. Whatever was good about the movies is not in the show. Stupid writing. Um, Damon Wayans plays Murtaugh. Oh, in Lethal Weapon. Yeah. yeah. It's awful. You so I saw. I saw one episode. Awful. <laughs> so I saw the trailer of that, right? Of 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 uh, Lethal Weapon, and the trailer kind of paints this picture of this black guy who's obviously some kind of a j- asshole, and then this white guy who's obviously some kind of a like seriously mentally deranged individual who's been hurt and damaged and is a damaged human being, and I was like. They lost in in like thirty two seconds. They lost all the magic of the series. The show, the movies are so old that they probably could have taken that formula and actually done something cool with it. But instead, they got this black guy who doesn't really hit the mark, you know. And then they got this white guy who doesn't really hit the mark. And they made his painted his character as this very sad pouty guy who is just taking risks because he's sad and pouty instead of a crazy lunatic, which what's was was what's a face was like they they, they never spent any of the series being like I'm so sad because my wife is dead. Like they never spent any of the series on that, but they did all of that in the fucking thing. So I saw this thing and I was like, why is this? He's in the fucking thing and he's like blowing up all these guys in the fucking bank. I was like, he's a murderer. He just murdered a bunch of people. Like this is 2016. You can't do that in a movie and a TV show anymore. You know, yeah. I said it's so bad. It's so stupid. It's such a bad idea. It's so wrong headed. So in the last like three seconds of the episode I saw, they explain why he's upset. He was like, uh, his wife was pregnant when she died. So it's like, that's why he's all fucked up, but it's, it's a bad show. Yeah. But still, did you realize in the entire series, in the entire, like four or five movies, they may have talked about that for five minutes across four or five movies, Mm -hmm. you know, like the movies weren't about Murtaugh's life or, Danny Glover's life or whatever. Murtaugh and Sykes? Spikes? What's his name? I don't know. 
they, it wasn't about those two guys as much as it was how they solved crimes together and how the white guy was crazy. Mm-hmm. Like that's what the movie was about, and how it was like it was like the odd common odd couple with a cop drama thrown in, you know, and and a little shenanigans for extra spice. That's what it was. That's all it was. But instead, you fucking twenty sixteen the whole thing up, and you make us feel sad for the other guy, and the black guy is kind of a this kind of curmudgeonly dick but you know Danny Glover wasn't a curmudgeon in the thing you know he was like this exasperated old man he's like ugh you know what I mean but he was always like down I don't know I don't know it just doesn't work like if you took the the old the Lethal Weapon movies and mixed in a little bit of Let's Be Cops and whatever the movies are with Kevin Hart and Ice Cube it's like that yeah, but they, a lot they, less funny. Is that ride along or something? Ride along. Uh, it sounds right. Yeah. It's it's not. Just don't watch it. Ride along was not a good movie. I didn't think so. At I'm least. sure it wasn't. I I did not watch it. <laughs> um. So let me let me insert a question here into this discussion because sure. we we're probably going to go on for a few more minutes. Do you count cartoons? That were based off of movies. Cartoons as TV shows. Like what? For instance, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Had a cartoon. Yeah, well that's what I was saying. I mean, we could count it, sure. That that was no, in like was, the 80s and 90s. I mean, it was, a, right. was, it, was it a comic book movie cartoon? Or was it a comic book cartoon movie? That is a good question. We can find yeah. out pretty Were there ever Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comic books? Now, see the... Now, as far as I know, it was an animated TV show before it was ever a movie. Okay. So, if anything, it went the other way. But fair enough. Then please disregard. Um. Which you know, I mean, whatever. But so as long as I don't necessarily have a problem with them in general, as long as they are somewhat, yeah, it was unique. It was a comic. Then a ter- cartoon, then a movie. Okay. So it, it it like a comic book or just a comic? A comic book. Okay. It was a comic book. Um, I, honestly, I don't have a problem with that. I I, I think, I mean, obviously it was reversed, but I, you know, the thing is, the question. So Hollywood does a couple things, right? They love to take things that were great and make them really shitty and try to make in, in, in a money grab. That's what they did with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the new series, the new ones. They're just mm-hmm. really bad. They just don't look good. But it's all for, you know, something I realize about movies now, they're either all for to receive awards or for little kids, you know, and, or, you know, and when I say little kids, I mean, that means the lowest common denominator individual who's like, I'm just here for the action. You know, like, I don't care. Show me bright colors and action. Like those, those, those movies are for now. They're not for people who are like, oh, I want to be stimulated and a little action that may, and I want the movie to make sense. I want some thought to be put into it. It's not for those people anymore. So that's movies. As far as TV shows, they don't even care, man. They just make something and they take a loss. I'm like, okay, we'll see you. Not, we're not doing this again next year. You know, mm-hmm. um, l- let me jump to mine real quick because I know this is part of this whole thing. So I told the guys that uh, there's two TV shows that I'm like really excited about right now. One I've been watching um, since since I moved in here. I went to, I used to go down. I'd go downstairs every night and watch a couple episodes of it in the uh, business center before I had internet. 
and uh, that's limit. That's limitless. Excuse me. And so I never saw the limitless movie with Bradley Cooper. I only saw the TV show. Um, I mean, I only, I never, and I never saw the TV show. But the other day, I was going through Netflix, and I was like, you know what? Let me just see what this is about. I watched the first. The first episode was basically an exposition, like this is how this guy gets the pill and everything else. And I thought to myself, this epi- this show, I automatically thought exactly how Evan feels. Like they're gonna take a premise that we liked in a movie, not put the real main character in it, either spin it off or replace the real main character with this other guy. And then they're gonna say, okay, this is what we're doing now. We have this weird guy who's playing the main character. So this episode, this thing didn't do that. They just had a guy who lives in the same universe as the main character, which is the other way to do it. And he got a hold of these pills that make you super smart. And in the first pilot episode, Bradley Cooper was in the episode. And that wasn't too far off for me because, you know, I figured a lot of times TV shows will do that. They'll bring the main character in. So people will be like, oh, I came for Bradley Cooper and he's here, you know? Yeah, just like Stargate. uh, I think it was Stargate Atlantis. Or maybe it was starting yeah. a universe where they, they had Robert Patrick for like half of the first episode, but he was in all of the pre-release ads. Yeah. They're like, oh, Robert Patrick's in here, and they kill him immediately. Yeah, exactly. So I thought this was going to be like that. It's not. Bradley Cooper's in like every three episodes he shows up, which I thought was pretty cool. So mm-hmm. the other problem with this thing that Evan mentioned to me, this is all off mic, Evan said... This is another NCIS, another cop solve the mystery, solve the complex mystery with a genius um, and technology with a twist. The twist is this drug NZT, right? That's true. It is a clone of all those things. But the main character, uh, the best way I can say it is he's like insane, you know, like uh, not in a bad way, but not in a good way. Like, he's an asshole. Like, in the beginning of the season, he has these two guys. They're his FBI bodyguards. And he says, your name's Mike and your name's Ike. And both of them, like, get fucked. Right? And from that point on, he calls them Mike and Ike. And anytime someone says their name during the show, you hear, like, a, a black box goes over their mouth. And it's like, it's garbled. You know? <laughs> so... They do these little things that I'm like, and then then he has like these weird flashbacks where he'll say his all the FBI agents are going to bust up a drug ring or something, right? But they leave him behind. He's like, here's what I think it happens. And this 70s music starts playing and all the characters wearing crazy clothes. And then they're like getting in these crazy like movie style fights. And it's just like this really funny like side stuff going on here. And they have one, there's one part of it and I'll have to find the episode and I bet I can find a whole link to the whole thing on on the web here somewhere and pass it on to you guys for you to see. But basically, it's like, <laughs> I don't know, man. The last episode is like the trailer for six separate movies that are all about their crime-stopping group that he made up. <laughs> and, uh, fuck, it's, what are they called? So it's like, uh, it's just called Two Brothers. And, and he's, he's like, he's like, I'm calling us the Bruntouchables, you know? And he has, he buys everybody's shirts. It's so weird. But it's like, basically, so the point is, they do stuff in this series that is funny on its own, which to me, other series fail to do. Like, the nothing about NCIS stands apart. 
None of it is funny. None of it is like really particularly interesting. It's just a, one of those shows you can sit down and be like, blah, and you watch, 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 watch. But it's basically the same kind of rehash and the same thing about um, uh, the suspect thing with the whole special Law and order. Not Law and Order. Uh, the special, the, the the Quantico team who goes to look at people. They fly in a private jet everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's the criminal same, minds. Criminal minds. It's all the same thing. They're they're identical. None of the characters truly stand out. None of them are truly interesting. Um, they're all like, you know, like it's like Spock and Commander Data are basically the same guy, you know. And Worf mm-hmm. is like a kind of a like a. So when there was when there is no Spock, you have Data and Worf. These two wooden characters who are very rigid, you know, but they are also meet the alien requirement. You know, it's the same thing there. All those stories have all the same character types, you know, smart, uh, like uh, renegade rebel girl type, uh, young guy, uh, this one, super smart, this guy, the person who always gets overestimated, the person who is always underestimated. You know, you always have the same character model and the, the, the truly hot chick, you know. Um, so you always see the same character model. This show doesn't have that. Like it had the, I think the, the, the chick who you say is the truly hot chick is, is Dexter's skinny sister from Dexter, who I think is hot, but I don't think she's traditionally hot. She's just like this really skinny, real thin white girl. Um, and then another guy from Dexter's on there and this other black guy who plays a pretty stereotypical role of black FBI agent is on there. And then there's like this asshole boss who those are all stereotypes. But then you have the main character who is like this fucking wackadoo crazy guy who's getting the shenanigans. And he's like always finding inventive ways to slip away from the cops. It's just funny. I mean, I'm going to find this thing here. Interesting. Mm. So you still never watched Limitless the movie? No, I haven't seen the movie yet. But Bradley Cooper is still in this show, and he, the guy from, the black guy who plays, he's the black British guy who gets cut into cubes in, uh, by the Red Queen in, what's that movie called with that, with Mila Jovich? Uh, Resident Evil? Evil, yeah. The black guy who gets cut into cubes in there, he's the leader of the SAS team or the Red Umbrella team. That he plays a bad guy in there. Uh, he he plays he plays Bradley Cooper's boy, and Bradley Cooper is like an asshole. Like he's an asshole, and he's up to asshole shit, and he's killing people and stuff. And you're like, I thought he was the hero of the movie. Like I didn't see the movie, but I'm assuming he's like the hero of the movie. But he's a total douche in this show, mm-hmm. and he plays the shit out of it. So maybe that's part of what what this show. I think the show is good. They have a real actor being a fucking really like the questionable guy. Like you don't know if he's good or bad. You know, if you saw the movie, you're probably like, he's supposed to be a good guy, but he is not a good guy. You know, he's like, you're very, he's very gray as far as like where he stands and if he's good or bad. Um, That's, I mean, that's kind of his character in the movie more towards the good side, but there's still gray areas at the end. You should watch the movie. I mean, I liked it. Hmm. Well, all right. Yeah. Precision of language. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, there's one more show I just want to mention. Shoot, Shooter. Yeah. Shooter. So they made a movie called Shooter, and now they're making a TV show called Shooter. 
mm-hmm. which I don't understand why. Um, Patriotism. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, there was another show in there. I can't remember what it was now, but uh, yeah, just, um... just silly, silly, silly stuff. Okay, so I'm gonna send you guys a link to the. If you watch the video, it's two minutes long. It's three minutes long. You don't have to watch the whole thing. Just watch the last, like, the last part of it is the end roll of the show. And it's all, like, six movie trailers about the Bruntunchables, like, like this. And if you watch it, you're like, and it's all fake shenanigans, craziness that the the crew, cast and crew do. But it's just, like, nuts. Um, Hmm. So, yeah. All right. We'll check that out. I will look forward to that. So, as Evan said, precision of language. So we both watched, we've both seen this movie, and it came out actually like a year or two ago. Yeah. Called The Giver, which is based on a book called The Giver. (laughs) (laughs) Amazingly enough. And I liked it. I liked it. I thought it was good. I mean, I Mm -hmm. liked the book. I read the book a very long time ago, but I liked it. And I read the, or I saw the movie, and I didn't really remember the book that well. I remembered it kind of halfway. So, what I did remember, the the movie was actually pretty true to the the book. And I thought it was good. I liked it a lot. Um, It's kind of weird. It's kind of a weird way to think about things. It's It's about a society where they've eliminated all kinds of stuff. It's kind of like, uh, James, do you remember that movie? Where it's with Christian Bale and he's like, I'm cleric, whoever. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, fuck, what's it called? I, I want to say Gattaca. It's not Gattaca. No, it's, you know, they have Gunkata and, uh... Oh, uh... <laughs> yeah, uh... The, <laughs> fuck, oh my god. With Sean Bean? Yeah, yeah, and Christian Bale, yeah, yeah. I and, can't... uh, the black guy, I can't remember his name now, but... Yeah, I can't remember the name of the show. But yeah, what about it? So, you know how the society is is like in that? Yeah. That's what it's like in in this movie. The Giver. Yeah, so every minus, day... Minus they... the gunplay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. So that's like... It's like, yeah, yeah. I saw the, I saw the trailer for that, and I was like, yeah, this, looks, this, this doesn't look like fun. Equilibrium, by the way. Yeah, equilibrium. There you go. Yeah. Um, so they, they, like, take daily injections... And it suppresses all feelings. So they're like, do you, he's like, Dad, do you love me? He's like, um, I find it pleasing to be in your presence. Or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, they're like, precision of language, precision of language. Yeah. Like, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, love is like, that's an antiquated word. But, yeah. but I, So I did like the movie. I like the concept. Fairly predictable. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't like how Jeff Bridges spoke. I don't know if he made that uh, character choice or if that's just how he talks. Uh, I found it kind of distracting, but how did he talk? I guess I didn't notice like as if he had been smoking cigars and tucked chewing tobacco in his upper and lower lips for like 30 years. So he was all gums. Oh, it's <laughs> like he was talking like he had no teeth. 
Huh. I, I, I didn't notice. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's just how he talks now. Could be. Um, yeah, it's good. It's good. You should definitely check it out if you get a chance. Uh, I guess James talked about uh, Limitless. We should definitely touch uh, check that out. Westworld, yeah. we're going to check that out tonight and see what's up. Yep. And Oh, and check out Limitless, the movie. I watched it. Was it the greatest movie on the planet? No. no. Was it okay and entertaining? Sure. Mm-hmm. So, no reason not to watch it. All right. Evan, we yeah. got to stop. We keep going. What are we doing? What do you mean? I thought you were on a timetable. Oh, no. We, we can finish this up. There's not too much longer. Okay. I think uh, doors are at seven. And it's not that far? 20 minutes, half an hour. All right, let's pack this in. Let's keep it moving. Okay. I mean, seven my time, so two hours from now. All right. Uh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. So just a couple of quick mentions uh, in the in the game theory section. One of the NBA's worst teams, the Philadelphia 76ers, who last season had an astounding record of 10 and 72. They won 10 games? Yes, and lost 72 games. <laughs> um, their owners have decided to purchase two esports teams. Team Apex, who is a relatively new team um, who plays League of Legends, which is the one of the most lucrative uh, tournament games around. Many of their tournaments, you know, the winnings are in excess of $1 million. Hmm. Um. So they've all they purchased Team Apex and also Team Dignitas, which is actually quite an old esports team, probably one of the first. I think they were founded in two thousand four um, to play professionally, and they play League of Legends, also uh, Counter Strike Global Offensive. Um, now they play Overwatch. They I think they had done some Team Fortress two in the past, but they've been around for a while. Um, so it's just. Um, I guess a, for a step forward in legitimizing esports as an actual sport, which I'm honestly undecided about. I kind of lean towards the it's not a sport, but if you think about what a sport is, I mean it's just a skill that you get better at practicing an organized event that people you know watch or something like that. In which case, eh, you know, maybe. So is ballet a sport? Uh, I don't know. Probably not. It's an art. I don't know where the line is between art and sport, though. Mm-hmm. There's certainly an art to being a great athlete or being, you know, like if you said Michael Jordan's basketball playing had, you know, there was no artistry to it, you'd probably be wrong. But maybe that's, you know... uh a loose definition of the, of the term art. Mm-hmm. So there's that precision of language. No, okay. Is precision of language? Yes. <laughs> um, the next quick mention is our favorite game, No Man's Sky. Um, They're being sued. Sort of. They're being investigated by the Advertising Standards Authority, which I did not know existed. Oh please! I, I guess <laughs> investigated. Yeah, but you know, I guess it should have. It makes sense that they exist. 
Um, Advertising Standards Authority? Yeah. So they received, you know, quite a number of complaints about gameplay, um, you know, the quality and the size of uh, the animals that were found in this game. So they're being... They're they're being investigated for false advertising, basically. Um, and this is all after the active Steam user base for this game dropped to around or slightly below 1,000 players. So no one's playing this anymore. This is after refunds and a whole bunch of PR garbage. Um, so it's actually a joint investigation because Hello Games, the, de- the actual game developer... And Valve have uh, both, they both have responsibility in this case. So Hello Games might, will probably not make it out unscathed. Um, I'm sure Valve will be fine. They're huge. They, uh, you know, they have good lawyers or they'll just pay out whatever or, you know, suck it up. Valve is fine. Um, It's unfortunate. I still have not played the game. I have not watched all the PR videos, all the pre-release, stuff like that. I do know that in some of the videos they showed, uh, you know, some of the animals were like a brontosaurus standing next to an awesome tree. And then it shows animals that were discovered from actual gameplay. And it looks like, you know, a retarded velociraptor hopping around like a kangaroo with no neck, something like that. Um, now, granted, procedurally generated planets, they're not all going to be the same because you know, potentially, uh, infinite possibilities, but I, you know, I mean, people were disappointed. I still think they were expecting things. They weren't actually promised, but again, open to interpretation. So we'll see how this plays out, but I get, you know, or doesn't play out. No one's playing this game anymore. If it goes on clearance for $5, I will buy it. Why? Because I like the concept. Yeah, I feel like it's something I could I could do. I could just sit there and like do it for like a half an hour, just experience it and see what it's like. Yeah, I mean, I don't need space combat or you know a goal oriented story or anything. It's just the fact that you can just explore is very interesting to me. It might get quite old, you know, pretty fast if everything you know if the similarities between planets are like you know 99% similar all the same trees is their different color that might get old but you know i'll just be like oh i can go to the next planet and see if it's any different i like the concept uh one thing i will mention cuz i was mm-hmm. i was just reading an article about it and uh they don't really clarify this and i i think this is the case so the advertising standards authority that is not a thing in the united states hmm okay so so maybe it's only happening in the eu or something i don't know yes i believe this is the united kingdom what enforcement oh, fuck them. do they have i mean come on man who cares probably not they have uh pretty good enforcement actually i'm reading here <laughs> like i said probably none all right let's go to the next thing Michael, feel free to fill us in about that. No, man. Okay, the next one's me. So um, I say everybody go check out the link. The biggest complaint about uh, Battlefield 1 is that they were like, oh, it's going to be very shitty, lowbrow, very not correct, and a very uh, a very bad representation of what World War One is like. 
and it's going to just cheat people of what World War One truly was, and it's gonna it was a horrible war nobody wants to be a part of. I dare you, I fucking dare you to say that after you watch this fucking release, this 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 trailer of the first person gameplay. It is probably the most horrifying depiction of war I've ever seen in my entire life. And you know, when you die when the main character when you die in this at least in this portion of the show, when you die, it's like Henry Jameson, eighteen ninety seven to eighteen to nineteen eighteen. Then you die again, it's like John Smith, eighteen ninety seven to eighteen nineteen. Like it gives you the names of people who actually fought in World War One and it kill it kills them as you die. Um just huh. haphazardly. It's like they're just sitting at their home having dinner and bam, right in the back of the head. Yeah. Just cause, just blast you thought you were good enough to play this game. That's right. <laughs> um but I, I, real honestly, life consequences. Hon- honestly, I feel like they do a great job showing that this is and look, I'll be completely honest with you, man. People who say that about uh Call of Duty, they've only played the multiplayer. Or they've only seen the multiplayer and they're judging the single player by the multiplayer. The first Call of Duty single player I ever played, I fucking cried. Um at the end of the game, when the guy, when the main character gets blown up in a nuclear strike on a rack or whatever, uh, tears came to my eyes. You know, because you're so invested in the characters. People are still, ha- people are still salty that they killed off Ghost and Roach and uh, the cap and Captain and the Captain and everybody else out of Black Ops. You know, so um, they they know how to connect with you on an emotional level with these these games and. They've, they're doing it again here. I, I think it's a great series. I, you know, I definitely challenge all of you guys, you guys here on the show, and anyone else, to watch this fucking trailer. It's 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 almost shocking, uh, but it's so, done so well that I'm pleased, and I can't wait to purchase the game and play it. So yeah, yeah I'm just looking at it here. It says one of the things it says is this is uh, frontline combat. Then it says you are not expected to survive. Yeah, and you don't. Like yeah, <laughs> so they have a way of connecting with little soft, weak-minded people. Well, the thing is, they got a. You said they'd have a way, or they don't have a way. They do. Well, the thing is, they got put it this way: they take they took flack, um, they took flack big time for people because of the multiplayer. The multiplayer is 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 a great place if you want to hear the N word thrown around by someone who's eight years old. You know, I mean, that's what COD multiplayer is. It's just a horrible, horrible place with horrible, horrible players and a horrible, horrible, toxic community. But then you have the single player and it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Multiplayer is life. Yes, I know. Like ball is life. Yeah, like ball is life. By the way, every multiplayer community for any game ever is toxic and horrible. Do you know why? People. That's pretty much true. Yeah, people are horrible and they suck. But multiplayer is like the only way if you actually want to get better. Yeah, or take your game to the next or just take the game like to to the top top level. You're right. And not not knocking multiplayer, I'm just saying the communities are horrible. Yeah. Playing games is not fun. Winning is fun. Yep. Yeah. Alright, yum update. Let's go. Yep. Yum yum yum. Are you rushing? Bro, bro, um. bro. Let's calm down. Let's have a moment of silence. Collect ourselves well, for, for the coconut. We don't. Coconut we don't oil. need to. Yeah, for the coconut oil. We don't need to for the solid rush the so, brick of coconut oil so in my quickly through the brick of coconut oil in your colon. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, so uh, yum update. 
as I referred to it last week, fat chat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I put an article in here. Uh, I named it back to our roots, which is a joke between Mike and I, uh, when over a decade ago, we were like, we're going to smoke the weight off. Mm-hmm. So a study was done basically questioning, does smoking make you lose weight? Skipping to the conclusion, uh, the answer is yes. However, don't do it. So yes, nicotine has a slight effect on your ability to recognize uh, your hunger or your appetite. Um, it is pretty minimal, but it's still observable. Um, but don't smoke. Yeah, I. Uh, this reminds me of, uh, I read in a book, the guy said there's there's lots of ways to lose weight. You know, and it doesn't mean that you should do it, you know? Yeah. Like you said, you know, he's like, you'll lose weight if you smoke cigarettes and do cocaine. He's like, yeah, you, you shouldn't do it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's a bad idea. You know, it's like, Carl, you lost your kidney. Ah, it's dead weight. <laughs> that's Carl. <laughs> there's a, there's an episode where mm-hmm. he's on the, it's, he's supposed to be on the South Beach diet. But no, it's, 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 but it's the, the South Bronx parasite. Yeah, it's, South it's supposed Beach to be Paradise. Like South Beach Paradise or something diet. Yes. <laughs> and he's on the South Bronx Parasite diet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good old tapeworm. He's like he's like South Bronx Paradise, woo! And they actually read it. He's like, this is Parasite. He's like, this is say Paradise. He's like Paradise <laughs> Parasite, whatever. He's like, you're guaranteed to lose weight. All right. <laughs> like, yeah, all his organs are falling out. He's just emaciated, walking around. <laughs> the bag of bones. Yep. Yeah, for, it's uh, Shakes there. He's like, what's up, Sticks? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, it's good times. Yeah, it is good times. All right, so next, Keto Chow. So we've been talking a lot about Keto Chow. You know, uh, I've been, I've ordered a bunch. I'm doing my uh, my meals now. I'm going to be doing three days, or uh, three meals a day, Keto Chow. That's it. I'm committed now. Mm-hmm. Got guys at work doing it now. We're talking about liquid diet. Dude, we're talking about doing a club at work. What? Yeah, because now Ed is on it. The listener, uh-huh. thank you, thank you, Ed. Thank you, Ed. Thank Special you. gift in the mail. Thank you for your support. There we go. Um, so Ed's Ed's now all about it. My friend John now is all about it, and maybe even one or two other people are all about it at work. Uh huh. Because I started, I'd tell them, like, yeah, you know, I'm starting a new thing. And they're like, what are you doing? You know, and I kind of explain it to them. They're like, huh. They're like, yeah, it actually sounds kind of interesting. And then I send them, you know, I send them an email. I send you an email, a little, little information, you know. I give it, I give them a little one paragraph, a little explanation, one, a couple sentences, you know. And uh-huh. I'm like, here's the link. Here's this. Here's that, you know. And they read it. They're like, eh. So I think, uh, I think we got something going on here. We're a booster. have been lied to their whole lives. Yes, we're a booster for uh, Chris Bear and his Keto Chow Empire. Um, my whole my uh, post here though, or my you know link here in the show notes is about Keto Chow version 1.9. So Keto Chow was version 1.0, and then this was what 1.5, which when I got my sample packs it was 1.5. Now they're at 1.9, and the main difference between 1.9 and 
He's not taking vitamins like Kirkland vitamins and grinding them up. Now he's actually getting the vitamins in like, you know, 20 pound bags of, of flour, you know, but like 100 kilogram bags, Yeah, 100 kilogram bags of, you know, of powdered vitamin C or whatever the hell it is, you know, yeah, <laughs> snort that. Yeah. So he's, it's just in a different form. He just want to, but he tested it on, on himself for like four months already. Um, and he said, everything's fine. You know, it's working well. And so he's, they're updating all the flavors now to be version 1.9. I just got in the mail last week. I got my my four week supply, and each week is a different flavor. One of them is still version one point five that I got, but the rest are one point nine. Mm-hmm. So, but that's fine. I'm actually gonna I actually am gonna do the one point five first just to get rid of it. Yeah, and then do the rest. So yeah, I'm excited. And I'm excited for you. Yes. I think it's good. James over here, he's faking. He doesn't want to do no, it. Man, he wants to stay fat for the rest of his life, you know, but that's all right. He's, he's got the special recipe, keto beer, fucking keto lollipops. That's right. <laughs> Living the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. That's right. Keto gum. Keto, uh, keto submarine sandwiches oh, from so Jersey good. Mike's, you know. Yep. And uh, you've got your... You, I saw you received your scale today, James. I did. Yes, he received his his scale that is capable of weighing a small elephant yeah. or a large man. One so. metric ton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I received, uh, so I had ordered a scale so I could uh, weigh my food or weigh the keto chow. Mm-hmm. So I just busted that out today. And uh, it works pretty well. It's pretty easy. It's the one. Yep. It's the one that the guy recommends on on the Keto Chow website for like nine bucks or whatever. Yeah, off of Amazon works well. So I'm happy. Neat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. There was something I wanted to bring up about this, but I don't remember, and I did not make a note to myself, so I apologize. Butternut squash is delicious. It is delicious. It's covered in steak. <laughs> <laughs> what about that? Uh, what what did I say? The the spaghetti squash, Evan. Yeah. So that you cook in the oven, right? Uh, you can. You can also cook it in the microwave. Oh really? Uh huh. Hey. Get get your knife out, stab it. Yep. Microwave it for like fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. Cut it open, scoop it out. Season as you wish. Throw it in the trash, you're done. (laughs) That's right. Consider your mess made. Yeah. (laughs) And what do we got here? Twitch Prime. What is this? Yeah, so we're moving on to the extra section. So you know how Twitch has advertisements. Um, If anyone's not familiar with Twitch, it's primarily a video game streaming website. They also have streaming for, like, arts and crafts and, you know, music music lessons and weird shit like that. Um, so they have their own advertisements or they did. If you're an Amazon prime member, you will no longer receive ads from Twitch. Um, cause I believe Amazon bought Twitch. In addition to that, most channels you can subscribe 
similar to it's kind of like a combination of YouTube and Patreon. So to subscribe on Twitch, you it's either like three dollars a month or five dollars a month, and that's a monthly donation to that streamer who you like, presumably. So with Twitch Prime, they give you one free subscription per month. And initially, you know, my thought was, oh, is that going to take away money from the streamers? But they promised that they that the streamers are still going to get paid as if it was a normal subscription. Um, and it, in addition to all that, since Twitch is a game streaming site, uh, there will also be some discounts when you buy games on Amazon. So I, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, the next uh, link I have in there is a, let me open that up real quick, an article about a, uh, a medical technology that's like a 3D printed bone graft type of material. Um, they had tested it in uh, mice and uh, macaques, I think. So in the, in the mouse, what they did was macaques. put this... I think it was, yeah. They they put um, some of this material around two of its vertebrae. Uh, now I don't remember if they if it was injured or if they injured it or if they just wanted to see what would happen. Um, but they put this material around two of its vertebrae and looked at it like four two weeks or four weeks later, and it had fused uh, with its spine. So that's you know. You can have bone grafts now, but it's so like primitive and you know oftentimes leads to infection or rejection or just other complications. But if they can, um, like if you have a head injury or something and you know part of your skull is shattered, they could cut that part out, 3D print a custom fit piece, put it in there, and within about a month, uh, it will have started to fuse to your skull again and be. Um, almost as if it never happened, which is a huge step forward in this type of medical uh, technology. I think they're, what were they calling it? Um, hyper elastic bone. Hmm. Yep. It could be used in living tissue to bind bones and tendons together. So, you know, it could be really good for knee surgeries and hip surgeries. Um, not just, you know, skull fractures. So I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, the third link I have in there is a, is a two-minute YouTube video of some guy playing classic metal songs by like Slayer and Pantera with no distortion. And uh, the title of the video says Metal Without Distortion, a.k.a. Surf Music from Hell. And if you listen to it, it's really like surf music. You know, from from like sixties TV shows. I love he's like he's like so heavy. <laughs> yeah, but it, it sounds like weird Beach Boys yeah. surf music, or like a lounge like lounge music. Yeah, so I thought that was. I mean, I don't like it, but it's interesting. Just a different take on stuff. I like it. It could be like if there were an alternate reality episode of Gilligan's Island, it could be the theme song or something. I love how he's like, that's so heavy. And he takes like a razor blade, like he's going to cut slit his wrist. Then he's like, takes a nail and goes to stick at the plug. I was like, okay. 
Alright, so last week I mentioned that the ACLU has some apps out there for recording um, recording police activity. Like live streaming and making sure it doesn't get mm -hmm. smashed in the phone in case. Yeah, it'll upload it to the ACLU and yeah, all that. So, but I mentioned that every, it looks like there's a different app for every state. So I found a web page that has all of that, all the links to all the states, Excellent. all the apps. So not every state is on here, but Washington, D.C. is on there. Virginia is on there. Maryland is on there. Um, and that's all we care about except for Tennessee, which is not on there. So, Well, shit. I'll just have to record my own dash cam and... Stream it to my NAS somehow. Mm -hmm. So there's a there's an app specific to Maryland, and it's called the ACLU's Mobile Justice MD app. And then New York, so they're they're, they're all called the Mobile Justice app, just defer they're just localized. Um, except they have one app that's for New York. For some reason, it's a different app. That one's called the Stop and Frisk Watch app. Because you're supposed mm -hmm. to watch anyone do it, you know, because they do the stop and frisk there. So. I think Mobile right. Justice is a horrible name, but I don't have is. a better name for it. It is a horrible <laughs> name. Because it's like, yeah, we're we're going to get justice for, you know, I mean, you know, it's that whole, uh, what is it called? Huh? So Is it Social Justice Warrior? Is that the mm -hmm. term? Well, yeah, that's yeah. different. That's, yeah, that is something different. Yeah, but it's it reminds me of that, you know. Yeah, I know it's not that, but it just reminds me of that. I'm like, ugh, but whatever. This is like mobile justice. Is like I'm, I'm recording you to prove that I'm right, even though I may be doing something wrong, but I'm still right. Well, it's really for you to record someone else. Like James is getting beat by the police. I'm standing safely on the other side. Recording him getting beat by uh -huh. the police, not helping, because um, <laughs> I don't want to get beat as well. But but if it was truly justice, then you would get to beat up the cop if you were found to be in the right. Well, yeah, no, I, I don't think you're allowed to assault a police officer. So you know, you know what's going to happen. There's they're going to do this stuff, and uh, one day they're going to do it, and a huge crowd. Social media is going to make a crowd, a massive crowd, collect. And then it's going to be a fucking... The cops are going to get killed or something like that. Something crazy is going to happen. That's what's going to happen. Next time that happens. Yeah, mobs are... Yeah, a mob is going to... Because now it's super easy for a mob to collect. Um, through apps and whatnot. You know what I mean? So... Mm -hmm. That's going to be the, the tipping point. Let's continue. What else we got? Okay, this is me. Luke Cage. So, uh, if you go to Netflix, there's a link in there. The Luke Cage Show. Excellent. Take your time, watch it, and enjoy it. Uh, I'm not going to beat you guys up about it. You got to watch it, but it's very good. It's a Marvel has done a great thing aligning themselves with Netflix, and every single Marvel thing that has been produced on Netflix is better than all the movies and all the big the big network TV shows, as far as I'm concerned. Even Agents of Shield. Absolutely, Agents of Shield is just a weekly rehash. That's all it is. It's a weekly rehash of like. 
Now we take our crew and put it in this exciting, exciting adventure. <laughs> you know, that's oh, all okay. it is. This isn't like that. This is like a plot is playing out, and it's very yeah. good. It's very well done, and the shows are the shows will be all connected next year in the with the addition of the Defenders show, which should have all three care all four characters on it together, including the, and the Punisher will be receiving his own show next year, which is fucking great because the guy who played the Punisher is a boss. He did a great job. He plays the best Punisher ever. So anyway, that's all I've got. Hmm. Okay. All yeah. Right. Evan, you still have access to my Netflix account if you decide you would like to stream. That's true. And uh, Comcast lifted their bandwidth cap up to one terabyte, so I do have some extra room to play now. There you go. I may have to indulge, treat myself to some supposed right. good television. Treat yourself. Don't beat yourself. Well, that's... That's a private matter. <laughs> yeah. There's another cop show, James. I want you to take a look at it at some point, but I can't think of the name now, so I'll find it later. And I'll okay. I'll let you know. It's a British one, though. Great. Number sixteen on the list of identical TV shows. Yeah, well, kind of. But this one, he's unstable. Like he's oh. like he's crazy. Hmm. And that, that's his twist? edge. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I'll, I'll I'll send it to you guys. Awesome. Uh, well, if no one else has anything to add, we'll get out of here. Thank you all for listening. As always, check us out iopanelpodcast.com dot com, Twitter, iTunes. I don't think we're on Stitcher, uh, Facebook. Feedback at iopanelpodcast.com We're not on Stitcher. We're not unless you set it up. Well, I thought uh, you're, the, you're the fucking RSS guru. I, you wanted you push. I that. think if it's in, Thanks, I think Ed. it's in iTunes. It's it's everywhere. Automatic. But okay, I could be wrong. So well, how how good of Apple to to do that? I think it's more like everyone else scrapes Apple. <laughs> you know. Okay. <laughs> but how good of Apple to allow that? Yeah. True. Yeah. Um, AudibleTrial.com slash IO Panel, thirty day free membership. Get a free book. Cancel if you want. Keep your book. Um, I think that's everything. So thank you once again. And we'll talk to you next week. Deuces. Deuces. Deuces.